Coming up on TMS, Taylor goes in, baby comes out. You can't explain that? Point me in the direction of your schlangschlager. For room service, press 2. For corpse removal, press 3. Ball bearings of chocolate. I don't like spreadable meat. Grimace, ribbed for your pleasure. Who the hell is Tyler? The $5 F me. Firm buns for my organ meat. Jabber jaw jujitsu jerks. Fiddle Brian's knobs. Don't give this man scissors. Buy a jet and eat a pig. Getting grounded with Bill. Bago science with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And in the foyer, you can obtain leading brands of cigarettes and confectioner. Damn pagans must be living on no dose. <laughs> I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Oh, man. <clears throat> we had a three-year-old at the house all night, and uh, he's all nervous because he's going to have a sister in a couple hours. Oh, is he excited? Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't even know. He has no idea how his life is about to, to change. No, he has no idea. Brother. He just knows it's exciting and that there's, you know, talk of what's going on. And he's been, you know, talking about this thing that's in his mom's gut for, you know, the last <laughs> seven to eight months. And and now it's time. And he's just sort of having fun here. He's just chilling, you know, yeah, wa- watching yeah. Bluey, wearing his Spider-Man jammies. Chilling. I saw those cute on uh, Twitter. I want a pair myself. They're so dang cute. I thought you liked Spider-Man, but this kid, man, yeah. he loves it. All you have to do oh, is I say don't know. I'll challenge him. I will challenge him to a Spider-Man like-off. He does this to you all the time. He like, puts the, the hands out with the things, and he's always throwing the goat like he's shooting webs yeah. and stuff. As, uh, I'll bet he doesn't own a uh, Spider-Man uh, fidget cube. I'll bet he doesn't. I bet yeah. you do, though. Yep, look at that. I do. Yeah, turn right. How, yeah, what does it have on it? How many things can I do on your fidget? Um, well, nine. One on each side, right? Oh, I'm sorry, six. Six-sided six cube. Sides. Cubes have six sides. <laughs> that's a, that's a Actually, D9. I take that back. No, because because there, there are multiple things on a couple of these sides. Like, this side has has spinny oh. knobs and a rolly ball. Yeah, yeah. This one has five different levels of, of push. Like, yeah. one's clicky. Oh yeah, but then some of them are squishy. One of them's kind of clicky. Yeah, Cherry like, switches versus brown switches. Yeah, I gotcha. So actually, my nine might have been <laughs> pretty close. You might have been much close closer. Accurate. It's yeah. Twelve-sided like uh, fidget cube. His uh, Z spins. Ooh, ooh. Oh, nice. Do his eyes do anything? If I fiddle with those, no. okay. No, no. So, All right. Well, don't fiddle with super light switch. Or, uh, yeah, actually, this 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 probably has uh, more than nine because if you count each of these five buttons is different things because they're different levels of clickiness then nice. golly this thing has a lot golly golly look people like it when i say golly on this show they sure do uh and holy cow they like that one too <laughs> no it's just it's like a you're a throwback to our parents generation when you talk that's right that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I love laughs> golly oh, golly what are we doing here what a bunch of malarkey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's good I played uh, Colonel Potter at the beginning because he does that as well. Yes, well, it's very, very appropriate. You're in good company. All right, so here's the deal. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, as mm-hmm. I understand it, here's my medical understanding. Okay. Ta- Taylor goes in. They um, 
You know, they smack her belly around a little bit, just whack, whack, whack with like a stick or something. Okay, and then they sure. say, all right, get up on the treadmill and give us a 45 minute. And then she'll do that. And then uh, uh-huh. after that, they make her eat an entire lasagna, a whole lasagna. Just, uh, rah, just yeah. work it down. Well, no, you want something greasier. So the baby just <laughs> slides right out. Oh, I see. It's there to help yeah. get that going. All right. Well, uh, and then they lay her in this bed and they put a mask on her and they say, wait. And that's it. That's the deal. And then right. eventually- Meanwhile, Tyler is in the other room smoking, chain smoking cigarettes and pacing back and forth. Yes. Except that's- Dylan is the name you meant. But yes, Tyler, Ty- whoever this Tyler is that you mentioned. Yes. I'm sorry. Not Tyler. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I took the Y from Dylan and put him into Taylor and made Tyler somehow. <laughs> I want to meet this Tyler guy. Uh, the hell is Tyler? I don't know. Oh Look, it's you know, it's Tuesday morning. It's early. We don't know what we're saying yet. All right. Okay. Dylan is pacing back. Let's get to my joke about uh, what we learned from 1960s television about the uh, the husband waiting, pacing back and forth, chain smoking cigarettes in the waiting. Room. All right. That's look. All I ever knew growing up was that that was what it was. Like all the cartoons, all that's the right. TV shows, right. they just pace back and forth. Yeah, that's what the husband lighting, did. Lighting the next cigarette with the previous one. <laughs> and it turns out the truth was was always that he's in the room with her. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have to go out there yeah. and, and smoke no, a cigar and pace the floor. That doesn't work that way. That's right. Unless you're weird, like maybe you're weird and you want to, you know, you want to be outside. You don't want to be. Maybe you faint at the sight of amniotic fluid. Yeah. Or uh, uh, cords that aren't there normally. (laughs) (laughs) Why is there a cord coming out of my wife? That's right. So anyway, oh, that's the one thing they don't let you do anymore. At least they haven't with her. Um, You can't. He he doesn't get to snip the cord anymore. I didn't get to snip the cord either. Um, I I didn't ask though. They didn't offer, but I don't think I would have gotten to. Did you get to with all your kids? Only one. The other two, they said no. And so something must have changed in the mid nineties or they didn't like how you did the first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was some note in the records that said, don't give this man scissors. This guy. Exactly. (laughs) He's going to give the nurse. He'll, he'll snip the nurse's nipple by accident. Don't do it. (laughs) Anyway, we hope it goes well. It should go fine. Everything's pointing uh, to success. She's got all the right tests. Everything's good. And she's supposed to be uh, somewhere between the, the, the talk is somewhere between now and around four which is about how long it took uh, Van to be induced and then finally get here. Okay. And okay. then and then we'll know. Cool. And then we got it. And then we're going to... So the plan is we FaceTime him first or FaceTime them because uh, they don't want us at the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because it's still weird at hospitals with masks and stuff, you, uh, with babies. You can't... They still won't let you like go in there like they used to. It's not quite the same yeah. as it used to be. Sure. Sure. And so um, until they change however that works, it'll it'll be whatever it is. So what they're going to do is they're going to have the baby FaceTime us. We'll get to see the little thing, you know, Aww, lizard yeah. form right. of the baby. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, later uh, they'll or they'll, they'll stay there tonight. Actually, I don't know how long they're staying there. We're just going to keep Van for as long as they need us to. And then when they're done, then we take Van over there to the house, meet the baby get them all settled in mm-hmm. and then that's it and then we're good and Very then cool. the job is complete then yeah then no more work at all that's it uh yeah you're exactly all the hard part is over yep. and it's just easy smooth sailing you know nothing <laughs> sailing going forward they're yes, they're exactly. they went from zone to man-to-man defense and they're gonna just deal with it so uh anyway it's all very exciting i'll keep everybody informed it may or may not affect when we have uh 
play retro today. If it if it ends up happening mm-hmm. right around then, we might push it uh, to Wednesday. Um, that <laughs> play retro, not the baby, and uh, we'll let you know. Okay, so keep your eye on the prize. Uh, oh, I got a thing to ask you. Almost forgot. It's not in our notes. Okay, ask. Hold ask on. away, Scott. Had a uh, a dream about Vegas last night, and it's not a weird dream. It was just a common standard dream. <laughs> but it was about Las Vegas, okay. and there was a lot of Vegas things, lights, and just Vegasy things going on. Um, and it felt kind of like the '60s for some reason. So there's a lot of old cars, and yet it was the new strip. Anyway, didn't make there was sense. A, uh, there was a, a hotel shaped like a weird spaceship on a stick. Yes, spaceship yeah. on a stick. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. It was a great one. It was yeah. a really good one. So, uh, but I had, but I woke up with this question, and I wrote this down at two thirty this morning. <laughs> Because I wanted to ask you. Yes. All right. Good. Because everything, everything good happens at that time of day. <laughs> I mean, I usually, it's, I'll vet it in the morning and go, was this any good? Like sometimes, because I'll write like a comic joke for Fred and Can sometimes. And by the time the morning comes around, I'm like, well, that was terrible. I'm not using that. That's a bad joke. So that didn't happen here. So here's your question. What would you do, Brian, Ibbett, mm-hmm. if you found a dead body in your hotel room in Las Vegas? Oh, like, okay. So I check in. Yeah. Immediately open the door and oh my god, there's a dead body. Or no, here's here's like how it would work. You'd the be, next morning when I finally pull the shower curtain open and it's like ah. <laughs> oh, that's even better. But let's say okay. So the way I pictured it, in my head was a little bit more like that four rooms thing we watched. The yeah. Oh god, with the the, the, the stuffed in a mattress. Basically. Yeah. So under sex the bed, ma- mushed under the bed. Sex and, worker. Yes, exactly. Sex worker under the bed, and you don't know it's there until about two or three in the morning you just kind of it's like oh, something smells bad what is I was this? gonna say like the kids in that uh in that segment of four rooms they're like yeah what smells is it my feet no it's not my feet is it and is her fir- feet no it's not her feet and chat chat room's already trying to jump on this and says will you call the cops duh no i yeah. know that what i'm saying yeah. is what is your initial reaction like when okay. you see it so what i would do go you do? i would go blah and then <laughs> actually i figured out through uh through a lift ride yesterday that my gut reaction not thought out response to something mm. is uh is saying f me like but i you know say the actual word sure f me. Oh, yeah, right. like, okay oh, fuck me right yeah and uh i found this out because i was uh taking uh this kid darius to uh union station and uh, was looking at the lift map, and it said, "All right, I mean, it looks like I'm turning at the next intersection, turning right." I turn right. I see instead of a yellow line dividing yeah. the road, I see nothing but white lines, uh, white uh, striped lines or uh, dashed lines, and uh, a car coming towards me. And I immediately go, "F me!" And I do a little U-turn, and I'm back on the road. So apparently, I was about to take him down a one-way street going the wrong way. Oh, oh! And he was in the car with you, and you said, F "He me. was in the car with me." Okay, and uh, got him to Union Station, and the dude still gave me a five-dollar tip. Nice. Handed me like it wasn't like he just absentmindedly put it in the app. He actually physically handed me a five-dollar bill. Yeah. So well, he didn't want to actually f you. Just wanted to give you some money. I <laughs> know. I'm pretty sure he did not. No. Yes. Uh, well, that's yeah. okay. So now, so you kind of know what your gut, what your initial My, will be. Yeah, that is. So that would be the first thing I'd say when I discover a dead person in the hotel room. Yeah. And here's what you uh, had to do. By the way, would you? Yeah. Would you? If you smelled it at two a.m. 
Would you start? Would you try to find out what's going on first, or would you? Would you think to say, "Well, I don't want to find a body, so I'm going to call somebody, and then they're going to find me"? Like, how would you do that? Oh, part of that's a really good question. I mean, uh, I don't think I've ever smelled a dead body, so I don't know if I'd think, "Oh, what is that? Is that like the the you know the toilet backed up? Is that uh, something coming through the vents through the radiator?" So I don't know if I'd instantly recognize it and say, "Oh, that's a dead body." Yeah. <laughs> do something about it i feel like so, i'd be the same i think i wouldn't know right away you know yeah like i just so say I, oh this room just so smells I would probably, bad you know i'd call them the next morning and say my room stinks give me a new room yeah that's probably i mean i don't know if i don't know if it would just all of a sudden start smelling it too if it's if there's a dead body in there it's probably smelling when i get into the room probably yes Unless yeah. the maid, you know, uh, you know, Maria was in there a half an hour earlier, really spraying down the place, you know, <laughs> like maybe it's just she Febrezed it top ceiling to floor. And it's just like wonderful when you get there. Right. Because she's covering the old the 70s smoke that used to be in we, the Flamingo. And we know housekeeping can be any nationality or gender or. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know lots of Maria's who aren't uh, necessarily okay. of Hispanic descent. So, yeah, you know, sure, just sure. Maria. Just Maria. <laughs> what do you do with a problem like Maria? <laughs> um, all right, so let's say just that evening, I come back from from Chino Poblano or Lost Spirits Distillery after having some rum, and I come in the room after, this is a few hours after I've checked in. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it smells really bad in here. Mm-hmm. I probably look for the source mm-hmm. and just and still be ready to call housekeeping and say, or call the front desk and say, yeah, this, this room stinks. Something in this room stinks. Yeah. Um, and uh and then i uh uh then i would once i found the source i would uh, say the prerequisite f me and i would geez here's the tough part is that i'd want to call the front desk yeah which means i have to use the house phone in my room because they don't usually have them in the in the hallways until you get to the elevator you could call the main, you know, like if you were just someone calling to check rates or something, like you could call oh, good out Lord. from outside. Getting their voice, their their uh, their press one for reservations. Oh, press yeah. two if you have an existing reservation. There's no, there's no way I'm getting to the front desk calling the main number uh, without 15 minutes of, of of problems. That's true. Um, so I would do zero front desk. Uh, there's a there's a dead body in my room. I will be outside my room. Yeah. <laughs> And then you'd pro- probably take all your shiz out because they're going to move you right I, then. I would at least, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I'd wait the the time to to pack. I'd grab my, I'd probably grab my laptop bag because who knows how long it's going to be before I'm able to get in my room again. Yeah. And but you don't want to be in there it. again, right? Like you'd want to be the F out no. of there. No. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd <laughs> move me to a new room for Pete's sake. Yeah. Absolutely. Like a different, almost a different floor, almost a different hotel. Like if it's MGM Group, just moving to one of your other hotels is what I would say. Oh, I'd be fine with a different room, in this, even in the same hotel. Even even probably on the same floor of the hotel I'm in, I don't care. I figure. Oh, I think that would bug me. I couldn't sleep or something. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? Do you I think the know. ghost of... No. No, it's just something about... <laughs> being there it's like uh owning a car where you know somebody got shot in the head or something like i remember when my dad i told you about that car my dad had where the bullet was yeah, still rattling yeah, around the, the door stuff yeah had blood yeah. all in the caked into the chair when he got it and he got such this amazing deal on it and he was like it was such a good deal scott you know you could buy it from me I'll, i could we could fix it up you know clean it all up get it all set you'd have a, you'd have a pretty new car for real cheap <laughs> like sure. no i don't want i don't i can't do one I mean, where someone got different- shot 
That it's a very different. That would that would I would equate equate just to the room itself. Like if they say, "Hey, we got the dead body out, and we've completely uh, we have a special hotel level Febreze that we used in there, and there's no smell whatsoever. There's nothing. The room is pristine." I'd say, nah, give me another room. Ah, gotcha. But I wouldn't say give me another hotel or even, I wouldn't even say give me another floor. Okay. I would say, yeah. I'd but the next day at that hotel, when they, if, if they reopen, whenever that room gets reopened, it's like a hot Taco Bell after food poisoning. It's when you want to go because it'll be the cleanest it'll ever be. <laughs> That's right. It'll never exactly. be better. Right? Yeah. Let's see. Claire says new hotel. Dice Station Zebra says new hotel. Rainbow Bright says new hotel. I just don't know what, you know. <laughs> I think they dead don't bodies, trust the hotel. Dead, dead bodies happen to every single hotel on the strip, and I'm sure on a daily basis there's at least one dead body in a hotel somewhere in Vegas. So. Yeah, but I'm guessing not shoved stuffed under your bed. So that's someone just dying. So on that the bed. is that is the okay. So that is the discovered. Because that means you got some gnarly crime that happened. Yeah, great. So whatever hotel I move to is the one that the killer moved to because no way is he dumb enough to stay in the same <laughs> hotel after he shoved a sex worker into the mattress at the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. I don't <laughs> I think you're you're actually more correct that the room down the hall is going to be the better choice if you're avoiding that killer. Right? Because yeah. he's moved right. on. Exactly. He's not there There's anymore. There's no way. He won't even stay on the same floor. Like, if he goes anywhere, he's going to go to a different floor in the same hotel. Yeah. But my guess, he's going to a whole different hotel. Or he's just getting the F out of Dodge. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Rebel Scum says, I'm with Brian. I think new room is just fine. And guess what? Mm. If I keep at the same hotel, oh, I'm getting treated like a oh, king. Oh, that's true. You're going to get your A, your money back. If you are if you wanted to demand it, you'll get it. Uh, right. And still, you'll get exactly. to stay there, and they'll give you some voucher for something. Like, yes, you know yeah, what? Yeah, like, I've come around. I don't want it right next to it, though. <laughs> right no. next to it is a problem. No, 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 no. Definitely no adjoining rooms. Thank yeah, you. No, I don't want one of those room. where it's a door just between you. There's a thin wall. Freaking f that. I want to be far enough away. No. Yeah, exactly. And I'd probably still struggle to sleep a little, just a little bit, because it just would freak me out. It's like, dude, bye. Well, and, and you know, I, by that time, they'll they'll. There's cameras everywhere down the halls and everywhere. So by that time, they'll figure out what they're looking for and probably see. Oh, yeah. Okay. He went down the hall. He took the stairs down. Looks like he came out on floor five. He went across to the elevator lobby, took the elevator down and mm-hmm. and left. And now he's at the link. Yeah. It's Steve. It's Steve <laughs> Wynn. It was Steve Wynn the entire nope. time. No worries. I won't see him there. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Well, I'm glad I got that answered. That was an important question that was burning. Yes, I'm glad. Glad you asked. Yeah. Glad you asked. It was really, it was really uh, making a mess of my mental hotel room. All right, right. Um, moving on. We got an email from Cappy who wrote in, and uh, yeah. I wanted to read this at the top of the show just because. And it says this: okay. uh, I don't know if Brian has knowledge of this or not. I've been a week plus behind on the show due to the hurricane. No worries. I live in Tampa, and it mostly missed us. I remember when Tampa was like the main target. And then, yeah. and then it shifted. You guys got And then lucky. it shifted, yeah. Anyway, he says, uh, so it's fun trash reality show, The Circle, but Scary Spice and Baby Spice are in the new season. So this <laughs> show called The Circle. Can I yeah. get Brian a fish sandwich and a mmm sausage? Love the show, though. Yeah, I'll play <laughs> both those things. However... Is this the thing you were aware of? There's a reality it show? Is, with, it is. Okay. I watched the first episode. Do you know what The Circle is? What the basis of this no. absolute garbage of a reality show is? Please tell. Well, I don't I have no idea. It is about social media. It's about influencers who are competing to be the best influencer. Ugh. And they are, they are stuck in a super trendy apartment with a touchscreen 
television. They're they're alone in their rooms. Yeah, and they're they touch the screen to get their task for the day. And I I I watched. I I pushed myself to watch one episode, and that was even difficult. I hate everything. Me, I hate everything yeah. about what you've said. I hate it. I don't want and to listen, we watched Love is Blind. We're, you know, we've, we've seen garbage television. We watched a season of The Bachelorette because we wanted to see that train wreck. Yes. Never again. Yes. But, uh, and it's Twitter? 100% advertising for Twitter, says Tom Norm? Really? So it's not even like all the social medias, Instagram and, and Snapchat. and I haven't heard a thing about just, this. I had no idea. Uh, and it's all Twitter? All I mean, that that's they're just Twitter influencers? They're just Twitter influencers. Okay. Well. Boring. That's boring. Influencer, Wait. by the way, yeah, is, is I think it's the only um, designation that I hate with a passion, but I wish I could be one. <laughs> like you hate the term. I would, yeah. I would like to never hear the phrase influencer ever again unless it's applied to me. But you are one. You are an influencer. You influence people all the time. Where's my uh, Where's my free Doritos to talk about on social media? Well, where's my free? Uh, there's a, Tesla it's a scale to drive around and say, "Look, I'm driving a Tesla. I'm influencer Brian Ibbett. It's a scale. So if you're talking about those people with you know millions of followers, that's yeah, a different yeah. category, I suppose. Okay. But okay. like, if you get on this show and go, "You guys, I really liked this uh, mm. rel- uh, replica thing I got from Lego for this uh, Marvel thing," people people go buy sure. that shit because you liked it. You influence okay, Brian. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. By that, uh, by okay. that, not by that term, everybody here is an influencer. However, yeah, I know what you mean. You're talking like these mega buck yeah. freaking ninja types who are, you know. That's listen. For, the only it's great. Thank you all for watching stuff like uh, the Outlaws and Parasite when I recommend them and and things like <laughs> that. Uh, present company excluded, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know, I want the you know I want the perks that come with being an influencer. Hearing hearing you guys say, "Oh, I like what you what you watch, Brian," and uh, thank you for that recommendation. That's nice. That's a very nice perk. But I want. Uh, come on, give me the cash. The give money, me the, the give cash. Me the freebies, the, yeah, the, the 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 piece the pieces and parts is what you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. I feel you. Well, anyway. So if anyone knows that path to say. Here are my 12,500 followers. Where do I cash this in for free Pepsi? Well, I'm still confused, though, why these Spice Girls are involved. Are they influencers in it, or are they doing something else in it? I think they're judges. I think they're... um, Oh. Oh, and that's the worst part. The absolute worst part. I, I sat through the entire first episode. At the very end... They say, and guess who's coming in to be a judge this season? And they show... Emma and uh, Mel B's legs walking down the hall. Find out next time on The Circle. It's like, nope, I guess I'll never find out exactly who that is, even though I know exactly who that is, but bye-bye. Who's doing this show? Where where am I supposed to be watching it? Do you know? Uh, Netflix, I Netflix believe. Netflix, is it? Okay. Well, I'll yeah. avoid it, but it sounds like a nightmare. You know what else uh, I don't ever want to see? I yes. don't ever want to see that Hulu show that's about those two girls that are like mega popular on TikTok, the the D'Amelio girls. Oh yeah, I'll no. never do it. I'll never watch it. Yeah, no, I can't do it, man. I get it. There's a generation, or there's somebody out there. It's like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see Charlie D'Amelio and her sister yeah. Dixie. What are they up to today? Oh, I don't oh, know, no. buying a jet and then eating a pig. Oh, yay! I don't want to see that. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Give me, you know, give me, uh, give me more. 
uh, knowledge-based game shows. I like Jeopardy. I like The Chase. Give me a few more things like that, not things where people have to pull uh, rubber mallets and and baby giant baby bottles out of a stack of things and prevent that giant stack from falling on top of them. I agree. <laughs> We're in full agreement here. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Cappy. I appreciate it. Quiz and then, shows. There we go. Quiz shows. There yes. you go. Call them quiz shows. Call them quiz shows. Separate them from. There you go. Stacked or whatever that thing is. Like the movie Quiz Show. Great movie. Uh, <clears throat> I want to give a special shout out, birthday shout out. To Teresa Ozoa, or hey. Oza. I always say Ozoa. Is it Ozoa? Ozoa. Ozoa. Yeah, Ozoa. Yeah. I never call her Rogue by her Test. Let's call her Rogue, Rogue Test. Rogue Test, yeah. But anyway, it's her birthday today, and then she rocks, and I just love her, and I she hope does. she's having a great day and uh, that she knows uh, people are thinking about her. So, Teresa, uh, happy freaking birthday. All right? For sure. From us to you. It's time for the news. It's the news, and it's brought to you by choking one's. Ch- I'm sorry, choking on a chicken bone. Oh, woo-hoo, almost said Ooh, that, that was wrong. close. I misread your your message, your, <clears throat> your note there. Yeah, I had some chicken from a Thai place that's very mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but I don't think Thai chefs know how to uh, take the bones out properly in certain mm-hmm. parts of the chicken. Like there's certain. Sure. I don't know what the, the, you don't even know what these are called. There's like a bundle of bones in certain parts of near the thigh and where it connects to the. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like that long, skinny, thin bone that, that always yes. seems to get forgotten. Always yeah. forget it. And then it's tiny and it shatters and you get it stuck in your throat and it's awful if you eat it. That happened to me yesterday. Thanks a lot, yeah. Thai chicken bones. They need to take the time. You know, we know you're producing a lot of meals a lot for a lot of different people all at once, but uh, take the time and get those. Get the bones out. Yeah, get the bones out. That's what I say. Check this out. Here's a story about spam. Speaking of boneless meat, or or I'm sorry, meat with tiny specks of bone in it. Tiny bones. Yeah, which is exactly (laughs) what spam is. It always you can always see it. You open it up and you see little white dots. You're like, it is like "Mm, more cartilage. Yeah, held together, held together by uh, a meat paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Anyway, apparently it's become very cool again. So Brian, maybe this will sway you. I don't know. Probably not. The 84, excuse me, 85-year-old canned block of meat has undergone a cultural reinvention. Uh, Hormel uh, traded on the stock market as HRL. <laughs> I'm glad they told us that so I know yes, where to go. Exactly. There's five people out there uh, furiously writing down that uh, stock code so yeah. that they can. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to get my, uh, put my. Sell all, all my, my IBM and buy Hormel. <laughs> uh they sold a record amount of spam for seven straight years. 2022 is on pace for such another milestone. This will be the biggest year in spam sales. Uh, the conglomerate behind Skippy and Genio Turkey, Genio, Genio, yeah. I don't know why I said Genie, Genio Turkey. Never heard of that. Never heard of Genio Turkey. Is that a thing? Really? That's ah, a very common. What you got there? Some Genio Turkey I've got yeah. there? Hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very common brand of uh, lunch meats and and stuff. I feel like we don't have it here. Do you like oh, the Genio turkey? Are you it's fan? fine. Yeah. Uh, Tina, Tina pretty much sticks to um, God. What is the brand? It comes. It's like shaved, uh, thin lunch meats and stuff. Uh, shaved, thin cold cuts. And I think it's like a. It might be a Kroger brand. Mm, those so, are good. I like. Yeah. I like thin. I'm with her. Thin is good. But then lots good. of it. I'll make up for it by putting you know two or three slices on a sandwich. But then I've got. 
you know, it's better than the big thick chunk that rips the bread when I try and bite into it. There you go. See? We all have reasons for what yeah. we do. See? Exactly. Uh, it says here, uh, they can't make spam fast enough, and they are increasing production capacity as a result. It's a trending ingredient on TikTok and on the menu at fine dining restaurants in coastal cities. In 2019, a limited edition spam pumpkin spice flavor sold out Ugh. in minutes. You can buy it on eBay, where it goes for now about 100 bucks per can. Man, what is going on? Um, what is behind this yeah. phenomenon? What does this slab of cooked meat, or why does this slab of cooked meat, uh, cooked pork, That is is that what it is? I never even knew it was pork. Yeah, it's pork, yeah. I, I, That's I, what the... Oh no, it's spiced ham is what the abbreviation like what the spam, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's the contraction spiced ham spam. Is it spam. really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm learning all kinds of new things. Now yeah. I'm into spam. We're all doing it. <laughs> anyway, Excellent. it says yeah. why does this long cooked pork thing uh why has it been stigmatized as the fake meat linked to wartime rations and hilariously spoofed on Monty Python now have cachet with foodies? Uh, the popularity in Hawaiian, Asian, and Pacific Island cuisine has influenced the growth in the United States. That's true. Like post-World War II or during World War II, we flooded that place with this cheap, easy-to-manufacture meat product. Yeah. And then yeah. they took it and made it into like a cultural phenomenon. Now there's like all sorts of crazy dishes and stuff. I mean, if you, I, I know you don't want to eat any Spam, but in what condition yeah. would you, under what conditions would you eat Spam? Like if I was, let's say I was a Pacific Islander and I came to you and said, Brian, my family for 100 years has had this amazing spam recipe you have to have it it will you change know, your life would you do it last time i was in hawaii there was a, a breakfast place we went to that said oh no we got you got to try our spam asubi and got to try this with spam and and we tina got something i got something we both tried and we're like yeah but no still, still spam you know it's like better than just spam right out of a can or thrown into a uh, uh hot skillet but mm -hmm. that's about it that's like basically just just slightly above that so it's interesting though like a brand like spam yeah this is probably a study in why names matter because no one's getting stoked about ovaltine nobody's losing their mind about um think of some old something your parents had to you know i don't know i can't think of anything else other than ovaltine but you know sarsaparilla sure uh... nobody's nobody's going ah the resurgence of sarsaparilla right nobody's doing it right well right. why no. Well, I think it's because Spam has got this short, easy to say, recognizable name. It's kind of weird that it exists because it's a can of compressed meat, and that's already makes right. it kind of edgy and weird. Yeah. And it also is the word that we adopted for junk mail. Yeah, exactly. I it think there's something. did not help yeah. at all when we started making uh, uh Spam means something horrible like that. And I don't even... Chat's asking if Ovaltine even exists. I don't actually know if it does now. I think it does. I, yeah. my, my memory or my strongest memory of Ovaltine is they talk about it in Christmas Story and that's all the connection I have to it. Because <laughs> I didn't have Ovaltine growing up. We had... What was it? Nestle Quick? We had that. Yeah. Yeah. Nestle Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cotronat, 100%. I love sprinkling Ovaltine on my vanilla ice cream. Totally the way to go because Ovaltine, like Nestle Quick, fine powder, like it's basically chocolate dust. Ovaltine was like little, little tiny uh, ball bearings of chocolate that were crispy. You put them on ice cream and, and yeah, they'd melt and turn your chocolate milk into, or chocolate, your milk into chocolate milk. But uh, there's like a little crispiness that comes with those is like, oh, I like this. Never totally. I've never tried it. I should try that. It's a good way to do it. 
It's a good way. If to it exists, it. if I can still get Ovaltine, I guess. Yeah. Which probably is available. I'm, I'm guessing. I think so. you can. Yeah, you might might be an order online kind of thing. Well, the associate professor of Asian and Asian American studies at Binghamton University and author of the book Dubious Gastronomy: Eating Asian in the USA. Uh, he says spam has undergone a reputation makeover. A lot of celebrity chefs have been Asian and Asian American and reintroduced spam to a new audience. Hmm. I feel like here's what I feel like happened: white sure. people forced their shitty block of meat on other parts of the planet, and now and then they just had no choice but to make something good out of it. Because what else are going to do? And now it's this. It's got this cachet. It's like you know what yeah. it's like. It's like um, uh, freaking fortune cookies we invented them oh sure yeah right and then they go to Ch- you go to china they love them in china they think they're great over there do they really so they actually do serve sir uh give you fortune cookies in china yeah oh yeah when i was in hong kong we got not only did we get them but the people there were like oh we love we love a fortune cookie we love a fortune cookie they kept saying yeah and i'm like and then i didn't know i thought it was still the origin i was like boy you guys sure proud of your fortune cookies then I find out, you know, some years later, no, it was made here in like yeah. San Francisco or yeah. something. They invented them. Yeah, right. It's uh, at least, you know, the Belgians did invent French fries. That's what's true. Your, what's your, what are your thoughts on Braunschweiger, by the way? I don't even know what that is. What is that? Uh, that is, you, it's a meat that comes in a tube, but it's spreadable. It's like a thick, um, God, what is the consistency? It's, it's like thick, like maybe Nutella or a heavier heavier peanut butter Ugh, but it's meat it's meat it's like pate basically um well i can tell you it's right like now sausage organ meat <laughs> kind of stuff i can tell you i'm not excited about it but um <laughs> let's see i'm gonna look up a picture so i can yeah oh where have i seen this you probably had it you've probably you know somebody probably got a, a tube of it it comes in tubes uh, so it's a spreadable a kid, like, spreadable meat then you spread it spreadable meat yeah it's okay, like a pate. There, you, there you go, chat. That's what it looks like. Oh, I don't yeah. trust that one on the left. Here, Brian, I'll send this to your Discord. Oh, send this, it to me. Yeah. This one on the left's got some of that that bone business. There you go. Oh, <laughs> maybe, but yeah, a little uh, like a little bit of uh, cartilage in there. Kind of yeah. does look like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer looking shit. I haven't I had like uh, I haven't had Brunschweiger in probably. 30 years but i kind of miss it i kind of like brunschweiger i would try it for yeah the show it's you've got to have firm bread to eat brunschweiger like to spread it on a sandwich because again that stuff is is uh if you're if you're working with the uh, wonder bread you're gonna rip that stuff up well there's a whole lot of the pictures i'm seeing a lot of usage on crackers and other stuff you're, you're right it's yeah. all stiff stuff and, and the breads yeah. even are sh- that they show here like this might be like a hard rye or something mm-hmm Okay. You know what? I'll try your Braunschweiger. Yeah. I've never tried it. Ooh, uh, El Fleming says, good on toast with butter. Try sourdough. That sounds really good. I have no idea. But what, where's this meat coming from? Do we know where this comes from? Yeah, it's organ meat. It's like... Uh, yeah? Um, like just... The, it's all the leavings, right? It's like well, like hot dogs. It's like... Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> don't put, uh, let's don't... see. Let's... Uh, just Depending don't put on the it recipe, under a microscope. like pate. Oh, here we go. Um, Braunschweiger has been made from raw minced pork or beef organ meat and spiced with garlic, salt, and pepper. You can make it at home with a number of spices like allspice, coriander, majorum, mustard seed, nutmeg, thyme, and white pepper. Uh, organ meat, including liver, a variety of seasonings stuffed into a sausage casing to easily enjoy. 
<laughs> Easily enjoy. And easy, enjoy. Take some and enjoy it. Yeah, nobody's going to eat organ meat unless you make it in this form. So I right, guess it exactly. is easier to enjoy than somebody's spleen <laughs> on the table. Uh, well, all right. You know what? But I'll try I don't know it. Why that, see, that's the thing. I don't know why I like Braunschweiger, but I can't do Spam because they're, they're almost, you know, it, it, Spam is just firmer Braunschweiger, basically. Yeah, that is interesting. It's not really that different, is it? No, really isn't. Or is it? And I'm just not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if maybe, about it. Maybe I'm missing something. But but I can oh, go to spam a store. Isn't, spam isn't made from organ meat. It's God. It's made from like hooves and <laughs> toenails, pig toenails and stuff, right? No. You like? Are you like a little fried a pork spam. shoulder? Okay, so spam is pork shoulder and ham. All right. Wow. See, All that right. sounds less gross than Schlangschlager or whatever you called it. <laughs> well, no, I know it's made from ham, Icor, but but. Uh, Braunschweiger is also made from pork. It's just not pork shoulder. Yeah, it's pork penis and pork foot and pork uh, right. intestines. Yeah, there's some beef Braunschweiger, but it looks like it was pork is uh, um, one of the common ingredients. Well, I may grab anyway. a tube. I may grab a tube and talk about it later on the show. Grab maybe. a tube and talk about it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going down to Sprouts today. I'm going to say, point me in the direction of your Schlangschweiger or whatever it's called. <laughs> Braunschweiger. And they're going to go, hey, right over here, buddy. And I'll grab me a big old hunk of it. It looks like, you know, uh, cookie dough, one of those cookie dough tubes yeah, full of meat. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Bring yeah. that home. Smear that on something. Mm, sure. Mm, good. Sure. And if you're getting it sprouts, it'll probably be really good. Yeah, I like sprouts. They're awesome over there. They take good spam care of it. Spam fried rice, diced tomato. Do you have a recipe? Yeah. Because I, I would try spam fried rice. Le- link it in the chat if you I do. Just, I just Googled spam friend rice because I, I put an N in there for some reason. Oh, spam you don't want to spam your friend and then ri- yeah. uh, throw spam rice at Spam friend them. with rice. Yeah. <laughs> you can spam rice. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, while we look that up, here's a, here's a story sure. for you. Um, Hurricane Ian, you know, the one that mm-hmm. just ripped through Florida and did some real yep. damage. Uh, they're still reeling from that. The, um, the power just came back on in Florida from what I heard this morning or from the parts of Florida that had the the power out how are they doing in puerto rico still everything off i'm guessing we're never eh, we'll toss them a few rolls of uh paper towels they'll be fine they'll be fine that's all they need right just some all they need towels. just somebody to go down there and toss them a few rolls of paper towels great uh well anyway there's a video of a street shark street shark yep it's a dark what? dark there's a video fish. game right no what was street oh you're thinking a sewer shark Maybe I'm thinking of Sewer Shark, yeah. Is there a cartoon called Street Shark? I know I've seen Street Shark somewhere. Oh, maybe. Could be. So right there in front, you can see this video, Chad. This guy's a horrible film person, but you can see that. Look at that. That's a. It's some kind of big fish. Now, if it's not a shark, who knows? It's got some kind of protruding fin. It looks sharkish. Yeah, that's something, man. I don't know if I saw what I'd think if I saw that. (laughs) Someone just followed the channel and covered it up. Isn't By that, the way, animated series from the 90s, Street Shark. What was it about? A sh- shark on the street? It was uh, The Adventures of Crime-Fighting Half-Man, Half-Sharks. Oh, my gosh. Produced really? by Dick Productions. Okay. In a Dick Clark's uh, deal. Uh, I'm looking right line now. of action figures by Mattel. Street Sharks. I've never Oh, yeah, that this. definitely is a shark going down the street. In that it does look like it, right? It totally does, yeah. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Um, I'm looking at Street Sharks artwork from the 90s, 80s, 90s. I I don't remember this at all. I was pretty good about keeping up on like 
Saturday morning cartoon stuff. I don't remember this at all. Oh man, they were basically just doing Ninja Turtles with sharks. They were based, yeah, it's kind of. Wow, there's a picture for you, chat. Look at those guys. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, like Jabber Jaws meets the uh, Ninja Turtles, basically. Yeah, I kind of hate it, if I'm yeah. honest. All right, well, anyway, so they find the shark, and it's all scary. Uh, they think it's about four feet long is all, so it may not be a big one. There's mixed opinion on whether it was a shark or another large fish. According to George Burris, former director of the Florida, uh, Florida Museum of Natural History, in their shark program, said in an email, it appears to be a juvenile shark. While Dr. Neil Hammerschlag, who is also a tube oh, of meat. Nice. Yeah, he's a tube of meat as well. Uh, directed or director of the University of Miami Shark Conservatory <laughs> program uh, wrote that it's pretty hard to tell. So there's just some infighting in the scientific community about what fish that wow. is. Wow. Yeah. What would you I mean, do? It looks to me. I mean, I, I say it looks like it's got a fin, but obviously, uh, you, know, you got to trust. <laughs> we'll trust the the marine biologists and stuff, but it sure sure seems to me like it's a. Uh, well, then you agree with this George Burris guy. I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go Hammerschlag and just say it's a, another fish. Okay, go Hammerschlag. Hammerschlag! You never go full Hammerschlag is my understanding. Uh, here's, a, here's a fun one for parents everywhere. A shipment of baby wipes turned out to be $11.8 million worth of cocaine. Oh, oh yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, that's how we do it here. And they have a nice baby powder. It has a nice baby powder smell. Mm-hmm. Just don't breathe it in and you'll be okay. <laughs> uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered more than 1,500 pounds of cocaine hidden in a place where you would least expect it. A shipment of baby wipes. The seizure it's not happened. where I would least expect it, though. I feel like I would most expect it in things like this because they're trying to hide it. Right, exactly, yeah. So why would that be least expect it would be... Uh, in a... In a container marked cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plainly labeled cocaine. Yeah, that's least expected. These writers, I could be, we could write these articles. Why don't we just write yeah. our own news? How about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, happened in uh, Laredo, Colombia, Solidarity International Bridge. Yeah, let's see. This is a bridge over the Mexico uh, U.S. border. Officials say, let's see, ziba ziba. They stopped a, a shipment of baby wipes for a secondary inspection. Following the inspection, drug sniffing dogs hmm. made a discovery of what CPB described as 1,935 packages of cocaine, totaling 1,532 pounds of the stuff. Jeez. Which is still. Just a that's just a small takeout order for Don Jr. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, this reminds me of something. Why? Why does this remind me of something? I'm having a weird deja vu right here. Like we saw an 80s movie that uh... <laughs> something. Oh, I know what it is. I uh, yeah. uh, when we were going on the trip and we were waiting in line outside for an uh, eternal amount of time to get checked in and get on the boat. Uh, dog sn- uh, drug sniffer dog comes through the line. Like they do at airports and stuff sometimes or whatever. Sure. So sure. it came walking through there and it just, it would get to a bag, just kind of ignore it, sort of sniff it, then move on, sort of sniff it, move on. Gets to us, sniffs it, starts to move on, backtracks back to Kim's <laughs> bag and sniffs it again. And I kept wow. thinking, I don't have, I don't have shit on this bag that should be sniffable by a dog. Yeah. No kidding. Nothing. Like, what do you smell her makeup? Oh, wow. But no, it had to do a double take. I love it. Yeah. And the guy acted like it. the guy was pulling the dog. He's like, come on and just pulled her away. And I was like, okay, well, that must mean nothing. It must mean this dog's distracted. But 
I didn't like weird. that. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. If the dog just goes back to say, "Oh, let me hold on, hold on," uh, it smells like smells like <laughs> fire hot Cheetos or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if he barks, that means it's that's when things are bad. It always worries me that I I, I just what I don't want is to be delayed. Like our whole thing was like, if I sat here for three hours and yeah. then your dog thinks I'm packing four hundred pounds right. of cocaine or something. And you're going to make me go somewhere, undo the bag, check all through it you, and everything, and then make us late for this thing. I was going to be so Yeah, you pissed. already had tight, you know, a tight travel time because you, instead of flying out the night before, you flew out that morning. So. Yeah, so I was like, we don't need your false positive dog sniff. <laughs> it was a cute dog, though. That Aww. I hate that they, they all have the sign on that says, don't pet me. I know. I, I know. just want to pet them. Come on. I do, exactly. That's, you know, that's the payment they want. Nobody asked the dog if they could wear a sign that says "Don't pet." Humans ruin everything. <laughs> they do. They yes. do. We ruin it all. Okay. Final story. McDonald's is now selling Happy Meals to adults, uh, but it's a twist. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So oh. Here's here's what they're doing. They're bringing Comes back with a free baby wipe of cocaine. <laughs> secret prize. Is that the new measurement? A baby wipe of cocaine? I like that. Yes, exactly. Yes. McDonald's is bringing back its family uh, of recognizable figurines to an adult market uh, and in the form of an adult Happy Meal, which, yes, includes the toys. Beginning October 3rd, so yesterday, you can order a cactus plant flea market box. It's a Big Mac or 10-piece chicken McNuggets with fries and a drink. The meal is collaboration between streetwear brand and the fast food chain as it digs deeper into nostalgia. Okay. The food will be served in a specifically designed box that should trigger memories of Happy Meals from the old days. The toys that uh, include redesigned takes on McDonald's famous mascots, including Grimace, the Hamburglar, Birdie, plus a new guy named Cactus Buddy. What in the Look frick? At these weird freaking toys. What's a cactus buddy, though? Do you see these these weird toys? Okay, uh, put an image in right our now. Discord, Scott. Uh, I'm looking at the link. Um, oh, yeah. Why is a hamburger? The- why do they all have multiple eyes? Why do they all have multiple eyes? That is, is the question. That's and weird. and why does why does this new thing, this cactus plant dude, just basically look like McDonald's attempt to make Sporky from Toy Story? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Hold on. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, cactus plant free market streetwear brown. Okay, that's the streetwear. Is it this? Is it the cactus character? Is one of those? Why do they have four eyes? Yeah, Nobody's cactus character is the third one that looks like uh, Joe Plato. They're just <laughs> yeah. They're just ignoring the. They they don't right. address this. No, see and explain why we've got. Uh, why do the uh wow donald's mascots four eyes let's oh, see you know what it is somebody has explained this i know what they did they they um they uh, mayor mccheese got reelected for like an eighth term and he he said hey it, four eyes everyone's getting four eyes says mayor mccheese <laughs> if i've got to wear glasses everybody's got four <laughs> eyes uh let's see we have glasses i don't remember as people begin to purchase their adult meal, da, 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 uh, <laughs> their adult meal toys. That sounds bad. The brand is known for their offbeat designs, and one of their signature elements has long been a face with four eyes. The company has previously produced bracelets and T-shirts that feature a yellow smiley face with two sets of eyes. This is the the cactus plant flea market brand. Is the deal? Oh, okay. I've never heard of cactus plant free market. I haven't either. 
I mean, they're the streetwear people. Flea, flea market, not free market. Yeah, they're 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 the street they're the they're the streetwear thing that are doing this with them. Yeah, like working with them on this, I think. But I don't know why this cactus Pete and everyone has four eyes. That still doesn't explain it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, no, I don't get I don't it. There's nothing nostalgic about. It. I didn't. I didn't grow up as a kid going ah, grimace and his four eyes. That never happened. Right. No. Hamburglary did not have four freaking eyes. I'm I. I call BS on all this. Uh, yeah, and Grimace is basically a butt plug, right? Can yes. we just all agree that that Grimace toy is going to be, that's what it's going to be used for. We kind of know. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Grimace. He's, he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's ribbed for your pleasure, Brian. That's Those four going. eyes are going to see things that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you'll have no nostalgia for, but you'll see them. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Let's do is a it break. A 12, it's a $12 happy meal. A whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what value meals or combo meals at McDonald's go for these days anyway. So well, I the don't kids know. ones I think are still in the $5 range, but I think this is are like, they? okay. This is all adult food. So it's a full big Mac and all that. I mean, whatever. Everything's gone up too much. That I know for sure. Jeez. All right. Well, Um, listen, if it wasn't Taco Tuesday, it is officially National Taco Day, and it fell on a Tuesday this year. Uh, I would do something for the fans, and I would go to McDonald's and get uh, and see if I could specifically request the weird Cactus Buddy toy in my adult Happy Meal. You know, I might do this. I got to take Van somewhere for lunch. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, there you go. He'll get a little kid one. I'll get the adult one. Get the adult one. With the, Specifically with, request Cactus Buddy. With the four the four four-eyed butt plugs that come with the adult one. <laughs> right. Right. Well, <laughs> Let's yeah. see you. what we can do. <laughs> Cactus Pete or Cactus Buddy, is that what it is? Yeah. See, yeah. he must be the streetwear mascot. He's the, street, he's the mascot for the streetwear company. Yeah. He just looks like Mr. Bill. He really off. does. Exactly. It's like, the how long did that take to come i guess it's their logo their brand but still like, uh, very weird yeah. all right well uh we'll see how that goes on the in the meantime we're going to take a break and uh on the other side we'll have bill here uh with a little bit of making stuff and then uh bobby will be here with some science so get yeah. ready for all of that prepare yourselves by listening to this song brian hath brought listen our favorite five nights at freddy's fan uh jack fox aka badger lord aka animatronic badger in discord wrote in and said uh, dear spring trap and bonnie got another five nights at freddy's song for you obsolete is one of the many fnaf uh, songs that i love is that the appropriate way to say fnaf by the way i don't F-naf? know fnaf i don't know fnaf no, I don't. uh this one in particular can be completely enjoyed without any connection to the franchise whatsoever as such i thought it would see if it would fit on the show the song is from the five nights at freddy's ultimate connection album collection album uh, while I'm not 100% sure of this, I believe the song itself is sung from the perspective of all of the animatronics from Ultimate Custom Night, in which William Afton, the main villain, is trapped in hell or purgatory and forced to be hunted and killed over and over by his creations for eternity. As always, TMS brightens my day and helps me keep my chin up. In a world that relishes in negativity, you are both a beacon in the dark. Signed, Animatronic Badger. Oh, We're happy to be dark beacons, yo. Yeah, exactly. So yep. Claire says the F flows into the end. So FNAF basically is how FNAF? So you got to say it FNAF. Oh, I really don't like I to, like, though. I really don't F-NAF. like FNAF. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like saying it right. at all. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm never going to say FNAF. <laughs> it's all FNAF, FNAF from now. All right. Yeah. Uh, so from the album uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Collection, here is Nate Wants to Battle and Obsolete. 
This evening's Pointless Celebrities. As Shakespeare said, shit happens. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Hey, who is that again? That again was Nate Wants to Battle in a song called Obsolete from the Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Collection. Nice. And you know, somebody pointed out FNAF is a lot like SNES when you're talking about the Super Nintendo. So oh. I kind of say you can't hate one without hating the other. Or spam, like we just talked about. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Except spam at least is like a, those are natural letter sounds that go together. SNES and, and FNAF, 
not. They're, they're, you don't usually put an F and an N together. But is like FNAF that. a acronym or, or initialism or something? Or is it just a what, word, FNAF? name? Yeah. It's a name. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, shit. I thought this was a character in Five Nights Nights. That's how stupid I am. I thought we were talking about... Because we went from Mayor McCheese and all these other characters to like... Oh, FNAF. He's uh, one of the Five Nights at Freddy's characters named FNAF. That's what I thought. How dumb is that? Uh, you know, it happens. It, it happens, happen. Scott. Every day it you're happens. Forgiven. We're, you're forgiven for not uh, making the connection because, you know... I'm forgiven in perpetuity is what you're saying. Great. That's right. Exactly. Check this out. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It is Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishProps.com. Uh, we're currently headquartered in the beautiful uh, Pacific Northwest. He joins us each and every Tuesday to talk about the world of makers and making things. Might inspire some of you. You know, he's a real influencer, Brian. That's, that's who he is. He's he is. See, that, there's an influencer right there for uh -huh. him. Look at him Sweet. influencing us, us and everyone around us. Bill, welcome back to the show. Hello, happy to be here. Influencing. Good to have you here. Uh, yeah. uh, what are you What are you working on lately that'll make us all be influenced? I can't wait to hear. Well, the thing I've been mo working on the most is playing Grounded because mm. I'm absolutely hooked on that game. How good is Grounded? It is so oh, it's good. so good. So good. I agree. It's amazing. I you know what? When it first came out in early access, I thought this looks really interesting. I'm obsessed with the idea of being shrunk and having the world you know represented in a way that felt like oh my gosh this is like real like these these blades of grass are like trees for me mm -hmm. I, I love that concept but something about early access made me go i'm just gonna wait i love obsidian their games are great but i'm gonna wait we'll see how this goes and i'm not a huge lover of survival games generally speaking but for some reason that 1.0 version of that game just nailed everything about that concept for me absolutely it's so good and you and you get to make stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm guessing. I'm really here's what I'm it. guessing. I'll be. I could be up in the night here, but I'm guessing at some point Bill makes one of those early tools. You have to make a an axe out of a right, pebble, like the little stone, little pebblet axe. Yeah, pebblet, and then you use like a, a. It's basically just a sprig of grass that's not a full grown stalk of grass with like some. I don't know, wrapped in leaves or whatever to make it hold together. It's this awesome, beautiful little thing. And I could see that hanging on your wall. That'd be awesome. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you're playing that, dude. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, any of that stuff inspiring you to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> to make something new. Make something new. <laughs> there, there's, there's lots of things inspiring me. I have some stuff I want to make. The next project coming up is something I want to make from the game, or the movie, not movie, show, Arcane. Mm. That's all I'm going to spill right now. Mm. Uh, okay. But today, I want to talk about 3D printing files. So many people are into 3D printing. I want to talk about what's available and where to get them because like there's a ton out there sure we just finished up our uh, satisfactory build the helmets are, were 3d printed and i put the files for those on our website we have a section on our, on our website i don't think i promote this enough people go to punishprops.com there's a free blueprint print section and uh there are patterns there for like foam and stuff there's also 3d printing files quite a few of them and again they're all free mm. uh, and lots of people do this lots of people have free uh files on their website to go download uh we do have a couple of them for sale on our website some of the more challenging ones to make my um blade runner gun and my uh vasha stampede revolver are both for sale but for the most part most of our files are for are for free on our website including including those new uh helmets 
Nice. It's so cool. Which yeah. were printed with a combination of like FDM and resin. So mm-hmm. like, you know, some things work better, like those little discs and the the detail little parts of it that work better in resin, especially if you're doing like something semi-transparent. Mm-hmm. And then if oh, you need, yeah. you know, just these big bulky pieces that just need to crank out, then the FDM printer Definitely. is just fine for that. Yeah. Um, so I've had a pretty good chance to scour the internet to see what's available out there. And this is just a small list of the sort of 3D files you can get. Now, obviously, props and costumes are are my jam. There are a lot of them out there. Uh, In fact, my brother built a full Iron Man suit, but the 3D files he used to print all the Iron Man armor pieces, those were purchased from someone. There's a guy that just makes Iron Man suits. Uh, I don't remember his name out there, but if you're looking for an Iron Man suit, there are several people who only 3D model Iron Man suits. You can find <laughs> the exact Mark Iron Man suit that you want. Is that like Long-term. a? I didn't realize that was such a cottage industry to do nothing that, that there would be a room for just nothing but Iron Man suits. That seems crazy. Oh yeah. Is that also true uh, of like stormtroopers and crap? Probably right. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. If if you want a specific thing, and it's a big enough thing that a lot of people are into it, look out there. This particular guy, I think, does most of his 3D files on Patreon. Um, So you can sign up for a couple months and get access to the files and then go print them. And what my brother ended up paying for these Iron Man suit files was ridiculously cheap compared to how much work went into them. Hmm, Sure. Like, a bargain. Like, less than... I want to say like 60 bucks or something, something silly. Like if you were to pay a 3d artist to, to model that, it would be thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, obviously props and costumes are out there, but uh, toys, lots of really fun little toys, uh, but also toy accessories. Mm. So oh, let's really? say, you, okay. let's say you want to make a, or get a, a wild weapon set for your Ninja Turtle toys. You, yeah. People are making, People have been doing this since before 3D printing, but people make custom accessories for their toys so you could modify your toys and what they're holding. Pretty exciting. Sure. Yeah, that sure. is cool. Yeah. Give your give your stormtroopers that new uh, that new weapon that they introduced in uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Let them upgrade. Yeah. Uh, there's also things like D and D minis. D and D is huge. There's tons of yeah. like people who sell minis. Uh, the thing, one of the things I like a lot is re- 3D modeling or, or downloading models for replacement parts. So, for example, I have a bunch of Sortimo cases. I used to sort all my um, screws and bolts and stuff. And it comes with these one-by-one containers. Well, I found someone online that had one-by-two, one-by-three, one-by-four, two-by-four, like all these different sizes of custom Sortimo cases. And instead of buying them, I just re- I just printed the ones I needed perfect mm. that's really uh, cool yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome i also printed in a flexible uh uh tpu i printed the leash for my gas cap on my car oh, no <laughs> way <laughs> yeah wait the little thing that holds, that holds the gas cap keeps you from having to set it on top of your car and forgetting mm-hmm. it interesting yeah. so wait i guess that P- pvc stuff works for that i guess it's flexible uh, t- enough tpu yeah. tpu yeah. Okay. A little flexible, like a flexible uh, right. printer. I mean, that, uh, I guess that makes sense, but that's interesting. Can you do that? On, and Brian, do you have a printer that can do it? Is it swappable with can, the. Can I just do that on a standard, like you Ender want, 3 kind of printer? Or uh, I'm not sure about the Ender. It works. Yeah. <laughs> you need a one that's got a direct drive, so it's got a motor near the print head. It can't okay. 
be a Bowden tube that uh, has the motor at the back end of the Bowden tube because it'll is just exactly what I have. It'll just yeah, jam that stuff. In. <laughs> that rubber, the rubber will just get jammed in the Bowden tube. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I had to buy a different printer head for my um, Lulzbot machine to print in TPU to print in flexibles. Some flexibles you can print are not so flexible that you can print them. But if you're interested in that, you'll have to poke around a bit yourself. Sure. Sure, sure. Um, um, but yeah, there's tons of stuff around the house that I've replaced with 3D prints. Uh, and a lot of them are things I've just, I found online. Someone else had that same problem. They printed it and made, made a model and printed it and put it up on uh, on the internet. How far do you think we are from things like, oh, my CPU fan died. Here's a way to 3D print your CPU fan that fits that exact model of motherboard or whatever. Do you think we're getting there one day where um, those kind of parts are? Electronics and stuff are the... Yeah, yeah. Integrating, yeah, integrating electronics into your print all in one go, we're not there yet. But uh, but we will we'll get there. I'm sure of it. Like yeah. that's we already have printers that can do multi material, mm-hmm. and you could to- I could totally see one printing uh, traces and stuff inside your print. I yeah, totally I mean that. they have they have stuff that'll print steel. Um, mm-hmm. They're big industrial monster machines that aren't you know they're not for your basement hobby room, but. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, it just feels like we're on the way. I like I like three D food printing. Um, there was um, pretty sure they used it on the cruise ship we were on because that that documentary I watched they they were three D printing some of the pastry st- stuff. Oh yeah, the food three D printing. Like, yeah, oh, it's so yeah. cool. Like, that the is chocolates so rad. And candies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which I am I'm all for that because think of the manpower savings you would have. Think of all the jobs mm-hmm. you'd lose. <laughs> I guess I don't know if this is a good thing or not. Anyway, uh, well, that's fascinating. Uh, and, yeah. And you, uh, do you, is there like, is it still Thingiverse or where, where does everyone just go for, to like, right. I wonder if this part exists, where do they go? So I've got a list, a good list here. Thingiverse is still uh, cranking for three free 3D files. There's one called Thangs, T-H-A-N-G-S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's My Mini Factory. Uh, Prusa has their own called Printables. Um, so they're all, those are all like collections of 3D files that you can search. Um, and I'm sure there are several more out there. Uh, uh, cults, you can, cults is another one that I can't That's right. Like. Yeah. Cults. Cults. Uh, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, then, thing, this things.com is cool, man. They got um, a viewer so you can rotate stuff. Do they all do that? I don't think so. That's this cool. Could, this could be useful for other things. Uh, anyway. And then if you find a 3D <laughs> modeler that you like, if you follow, I follow a lot of 3D modelers on Instagram. Um, they'll have a, hopefully they'll have their own website where you can go. Uh, Gumroad is a great place where you can go to buy files. Same with Etsy. And then I found a lot of 3D modelers support what they do on Patreon, so you may be able to find them there. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah, this. Eastman Sorry. is one of my like. There's there's a couple Clockspring and Eastman are two nice uh, developers or artists that I support on patreon because they put out such amazing stuff this mm-hmm. this magneto that i showed off the oh that's day. the eastman guy right this is eastman yeah, yeah he look just at his does work, these incredible dude. busts yeah yeah it's, and if you so find good. a 3d artist even if they have free stuff uh and you like printing their free stuff you know throw them five bucks here or there throw them a little dosh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of work i that's promise right. you yeah i guarantee that that magneto bust did not poop out in three you know in a half an hour on a saturday afternoon. yeah exactly no. yes there was a lot of a lot of work behind that uh, well this is great great way to send people to some proper resources i like oh, this yeah. i like this thing's yeah. place 
This is great. Gitpul Xander asks, uh, has the LiDAR sensor on Apple devices improved the ability to scan objects and use them to make a 3D model? Oh, totally. Like yeah. You can speak to this as well, Bill, but I just watched uh, a th- uh, Uncle Jesse just did kind of the opposite of what you usually think about with 3D scanning. Like instead of scanning a model or scanning something small, he used it to make a uh, floor plan of his office. So then he has this like little miniature 3D printed floor plan of his office with his desks and his and the pillars and all that stuff. Uh, it's Who, really, really who's cool. Uncle Jesse? Uncle Jesse from uh, Beds, the, the show or <laughs> Duke's Hazard? No, he's just a just a dude named Uncle Jesse who has a weird gray spot in one of his eyebrows that distracted <laughs> me for the first five videos that I watched of his. Uh, also, his name is Clayton. Oh, it's Clayton. His oh, real really? name. It's not even Jesse. It's not oh, even Jesse. Oh, I want my money back. Yeah. He's just a big he's fan a of the. Dude. He's a fan of the Duke boys. I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's totally fine. He could be called Boss Hog, and then we're in real trouble. And he laughs at everything that he talks about. I've just printed out this great Cyclops uh, bust, and let me tell you, in resin, it just looks amazing. Oh, I love it. I love a guy who can laugh great. at his own jokes ridiculously yeah. with his eyebrow. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Uh, great advice as always bill uh and uh i can't wait to see what you're making next i hope it's a, just a cool little uh, axe made out of a pebble and a, and a spring <laughs> that's what i want to see uh anything else you want to drop on us today a little bonus something yeah a little video from our buddy bob over at i like to make stuff he made a graflex lightsaber this is the anakin slash luke original lightsaber and the graflex flash handle is the the original piece that they used to make them and he got his hands on one they ain't cheap i know that and he modified it to turn it into a very screen accurate looking lightsaber and i thought that was really cool that is cool that's really cool that's awesome i have a couple of those versions of that lightsaber but not one made from the original stuff and that i think that's pretty awesome i agree oh man you guys all need to go when you go to your conventions and stuff is it also a is it double for a beard convention? Because you all have the beard. <laughs> you know? should go to one of them, Scott. You I'd love to. I would love to see you guys in your element. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm gonna cosplay as myself in a nice, comfortable pair of jeans and a t shirt. I hope that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I would I would I wouldn't mind. But look at all these beards. And I got a beard. Oh yeah. I could I could fit right in to the beard. Oh yeah, yeah. Beard totally. culture. We'll put a grinder in your hands. I'll get a photo of you grinding some metal with sparks and everything. You'll it'll be perfect. Yeah, and the whole world exactly. will think I'm good at a thing that I'm not. You'll be at. an influencer, Scott. Sure. Which is <laughs> really what I've been well, I've been trying. I've been looking for a way. Finally, yes, exactly. My boat has come in. Uh Bill Duran, everybody, punishprops.com, of course. Chinbeard on Twitter, where he posts a lot of the stuff, so he's a good follow over there. Go check him out. Uh thanks a lot, Bill, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Had to hang up on him. All right. We did it. Wait, Claire is fresh today. She is. Uh, She's on fire. How many? How many gins have you had? Gin yeah. and tonics. How many gins? And is it all gin all the time? Why did Tally yell vagina? Oh, I'm so scared of the chat room today. You guys are scaring the hell out of me. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey. It's not something you whisper. No, it's something you, you definitely have to yell. Yeah, you have to yell that. All right. Like check, fire. Check this out. <laughs> Science. Hey, look who it is. Bobby Frankenberger joins us for a, a little science with Bobby here on the show. Bobby, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. Are you, uh, uh, you, you weathered the storm? Anything smack you guys in the head? Or did you do okay? No big deal? Nah, we did fine. We, it does, it's, 
it's usually always fine here in the middle of the state and um we just get some heavy rain and we had some limbs fall down from the wind but um but no no trees toppling over or or anything like that nothing horribly life-alteringly bad that's good yeah, occasionally, occasionally, if the storm is slow enough, we'll get flooding here in this area. in In Colombia, in particular, it's it's not necessarily something that happens all over the state, but um, because we we have just three different rivers and a bunch of like reservoirs and dams that are just in the in the area, and so if they get over overflowed or over overfilled, then it can cause problems. Sure. Well, I'm glad to hear you were not in its wake. Uh, I know we had a lot of listeners who were and are all just getting power now. We hope you guys are all doing good out there. Uh, Bobby, you probably brought a bag of science. What's in that bag? Can we look? Can we see? (laughs) Open that bag. What's in there? Here's my science bag. Um, Have you guys gotten your flu shots yet? Uh, Yes, I got mine on. uh, What day was it where I had that horrible dream that night? Yeah, didn't you do both of the 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 booster? No, that and was the COVID and shingles. That was shingles and COVID. That was that was two oh, months ago. Okay. I have to get the shingles one again, the second one, uh, in yeah, the next yeah. few weeks, and I haven't I haven't scheduled it yet. But but no, I just got flu, and flu never bugs me, and it didn't really with like any flu symptoms. But for whatever yeah. reason, whether it was related or not, that was the night I had that heinous dream about me and Brian and whatever else. Happened. I don't remember what all happened. I don't even remember the dream now. Yeah. Whatever right, we talked about on the show. Uh, and it was Is that eating Skeletor eating my toes. Was that the one? That's the one. Yeah. Okay. And it was that's a common side effect. A common side effect of the <laughs> flu vaccine. Specific dream. <laughs> yeah. I noticed this year's burned a lot more going in, uh, but other than that, no big deal. Like just normal. Yeah, I know what you mean by the. It doesn't feel like a burn to me, but you can feel it. You can almost feel like it's pushing into your muscle sometimes. Some years. Right. Um, right. And uh, yeah, I haven't got mine yet. We usually. My wife being a pharmacist, she, I, we're lucky. She just brings one home, and I don't even have to go anywhere. I'm spoiled. <laughs> um, but, uh, that is nice. So, but I got sick right around the time that we would have had them, and you just don't want to do it at the same time, you know? No. Recommend not um, doing that, actually, if you can help it. Yeah. But <laughs> So do you remember that one of the touted silver linings of the COVID pandemic was going to be the mRNA vaccine technology, right? And mm. and that it would be helpful in developing flu vaccines. That's what I remember hearing. And I remember thinking, that's rad. We got a new tech. And from now on, all shots will be based on that. But but I don't think that's true yet, right? It's not true yet. Not with the... I'm sure people are working on it and that they're gearing up for that. Um, but I, I haven't heard anything about flu vaccine. Like, that's not what they're doing with the flu vaccine right now. Um, but it does turn out that the COVID pandemic may have had a more direct positive influence on the flu. Influence on influenza. Was it all the... Sure. Caref- I like the, to laugh at my own jokes, too. So, um. <laughs> was it because everybody was masking more, more separated, less giant events, stuff like that? Just made it so it couldn't spread and therefore take take hold or whatever? Or what? Yeah, sort of. Um, at least one of the strains, and that's what some research has found out, that they're saying that one of the four main flu strains has disappeared. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So... Um, Disappeared. You know, we like you like you just implied. We locked down in early 2020, and that the following 2020 the 2021 flu season 
was like virtually non-existent. You remember that? Nobody got the flu. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because we were all masking, distancing, everything. Right, right. Nobody was out doing things. And if you were, you were, you were, you know, very paranoid about having masks on, most people anyway. And, and that just really put a damper on spreading the flu. And there's one strain of the flu, one of the influenza B strains called Yamagata that seems to have gone extinct. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. We don't go away. Yeah. Flu. We don't need you. Yeah. Right? One down. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Isn't it like the one? It's the one kind of like everybody always says. Oh, I hate bees. I wish bees would go away. Well, no, you actually need them. They're good for the environment. Yeah. They they're required actually for a lot of ecosystem stuff. Yeah. So then you say, Is well, they're uh, good thing for flu bugs yeah like flu bugs is there any reason why we want this shit we don't they can go away there's no like dependent ecosystems on a bunch of flu bugs right other than their own that's it not that i'm aware of um you heard it here first science everybody science (laughs) it would be great for the the flu to go away um so yeah so there i mentioned there are four strains of flu right Mm -hmm. um there's two influenza A. I say four, but we're talking about four main ones that we focus on. I'm, I'm sure there are plenty more. Um, but there are two influenza type A and two influenza type B. The two that one of the type A ones you've heard of, H1N1, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. And the other type A is H3N2. Um, and then the type B are Victoria and Yamagata. I don't know why they got like real I names. I prefer it. I'd much rather say, oh, I got bit by Victoria last night. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because right. I got effed by Yamagata last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I heard the other day a good idea for, like, hurricane naming and stuff, that we should stop giving it regular people names and people instead start out. calling it, like, Penis Ripper. Hurricane Penis Ripper. <laughs> like, really make them horrible names. Yeah, horrible, because they're horrible. They don't. Nobody wants to be associated. Like, if your name was, like, Katrina... I'm man. Oh, yeah. five was a bummer for your name. So yeah. give it a real name, like butt cheek stretcher, or, you know, whatever, some, uh, some horrible name. And then, and that's how we should do it. But I don't think they're going to, but I'd love it if they, yeah. I like that idea though. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. But treat, butt cheek spreader in particular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Ian, ah, butt street cheek spreader really ripped Florida a new one. <laughs> You know, it sounds so much more appropriate, but it whatever. does, and it fits. It fits the thing instead of like. But Hi, Ian, Ian's like your <laughs> Ian's like your barista at your favorite coffee shop. Like it's not a scary right, store right. name. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. Back to your Ian's point. the guy who tries and fails right. to make that leaf design every single time you That's order right. a half calf latte. Bastard. Burnt, yeah, burnt I, bean serving bastard. That, Sorry, really go ahead. Hard. It seems really hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, vaccines um, happen to be they're qua- they're what are called quadrivalent right now. So that means that they quad meaning four. They target all four of these vaccines or these these strains of flu. Right when you get the flu shot, the one you got, Scott, mm-hmm. targeted all four of these strains of the flu. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was a single yep. deal. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, so they will. I think they make little modifications to it, you know, because it, it, you you have these four strains, but these are the larger strains. If you were to compare them to COVID, you would say that they're the the um, the what do we even call them? I don't even remember the terms anymore. You know, there's uh, there's omega and epsilon and whatever yeah. they're called nowadays. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so. But within each of these, there's subtypes, and but these four 
are the main ones that that are focused on. Um, they're in recent years, they're the ones that have been that that have been dominant. Sure. So um, the data shows that this is really interesting. Thousands of so there are two big uh, sources of data that were dug through to see what's what happened with the flu. Um, one of them is a uh, is a uh, is an art is collected from Europe, um, and it was um, from a bunch of data that that goes through Europe. I can't remember the name of the the group that collects the data, but it was an article that was published in the journal, journal Euro Surveillance, and um, they found that thousands of uh, they, they they checked out thousands of global flu genetic sequences. Right, so when when people come in with the flu, they can sequence the flu virus that that they detect in you right and so they right. and they will make this data available to scientists sure um and they they analyzed all the genetic sequences of thousands of of flu uh viruses that were detected all globally and they found not one zero of this yamagata uh sequence since march 2020 they've been looking at all of that stuff in since march 2020 and they haven't found it at all okay hmm. interesting and then um, in the FluNet data, which is the World Health Organization's data, um, they found uh, 43 from China and in 2021, and then eight of them are, are spread out around four other countries in 2022. And by comparison, normally they find in 2018, they, there were 51,000 detected um, of this particular Yamagata sequence. And so going down to, to eight is uh virtually gone and they think that it actually it's possible that that those might not have even actually been uh virus detections of this particular flu virus it might have been um uh, it might have been sensitivity from the the sequencing they might have found viral dna because of um from vaccines or leftover from previous years even mm. Interesting. So that's good. Yeah, no, gone. It's, good. it's going to make it easier for us to target vaccines. Like less, less. Uh, we can open it up to other strains or, or um, whatnot. But they have to figure all this out so that they know what they can target in the vaccines moving forward. You know. So before we get too excited, we should. I mean, obviously, the notion that common illnesses—not common illnesses—the seasonal illnesses. Sure. Yeah. Um can actually go away mm -hmm. in relatively short amount of time. I mean, I guess what would be great is if we could figure out a way to have that happen and not need a three-year pandemic with various levels of shutdown to do it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, one, one important thing to know is that, like, the, the news here is not, we found a way to get rid of the flu. This is more of like, a, this is really interesting, and they're actually having to change the flu, and this is a, res an, you know, a result of COVID lockdowns and everything. Like, like, we don't want to have another global pandemic in order to get rid of another strain of the flu you know what i mean right like that's yeah. not a really viable way to to do that and and scientists have been trying to deal with the flu for decades like this is not a it's it's so that's the news it's like wow scientists have been trying to figure out how to get rid of the flu for decades and this this got rid of one of them yeah um it's just more of a very interesting kind of thing. I agree. Um, well, I, I I love this kind of stuff. It's progress yeah. is mm -hmm. how I see it. Uh, sure, yeah. 
It, it's like I said, it's it's going to change how they um, target the vaccine. It's not going to change how they target it. I shouldn't say it that way. It's just interesting that they they don't have to target all four of those main strains anymore. Right. Um, they can they they want to to exclude this one now because there's no need to. It looks like there's no need to to have to target it anymore. Sure. And when you say it looks like, that could just mean. I mean, obviously, there's always more to learn, right? So we could find out right. next week. Oh, actually, we found it. Some guy in Seattle was hoarding it in his basement. Now, now the right. virus is out again. <laughs> right, right. We don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know a lot about whether the flu uh, has animal ve- vectors. Like, I don't know if it's transmitted mm-hmm. through animals at all. So there could be some that are in in animals or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, it just takes time. If you if they continue to see that it's not there anymore, it, it, it the longer we go without detecting it, the more confident we can be that it's gone. But um, like you said, it's it could be hiding out in some guy's basement somewhere, and <laughs> and the flu, <laughs> the flu is very good at spreading, so it could just take just one or two people to have it, and then and then they give it to somebody else. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, it's super interesting stuff. Uh, along with things like this, your show tends to cover. Uh, all kinds of scientific topics, including breaking late, you know, news breaking sort of things. But sometimes it's just like, hey, you ever wonder why uh, your boogers get dry in the drier climate? Well, here's why, or whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying you should <laughs> do that, that story. One? I'm not saying you should not do that yet. for sure. I'm just oh, saying. I didn't, you know, I didn't know you had our. Uh, you, you, I didn't realize I shared you um, our uh, our list of upcoming topics. Yeah, <laughs> I must have must have goofed and let it leak. But uh, t- tell us what's coming up or what's happening this week. What are you doing over there? Um, just yesterday, we sub- we uh, we published an episode of All Around Science that is about renewable energy and something called the last ten percent problem. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's surprising. We've done we've come a long way in trying to figure out how to transition to to renewable energy, which is something that our country wants to do. Um, we're moving in a direction to switch to. Uh, renewable energy sources, clean energy sources, but in particular renewable like solar and wind. And and so in so doing, people have to plant, figure out how to get there, right? Um, and so we kind of know from all the planning, we know a clear path on how to get about 90% of the way there. Mm-hmm. And it's that last 10%, which becomes very prohibitively expensive and difficult to do. And they call that the last 10% problem. And so we talk about what that is, why it's a problem, why it exists, why it's so hard to solve, and what some potential solutions could be. Well, very interesting. If that sounds like uh, your idea of a good time, then it's on the podcast and available all around science wherever you get your shows. Hey, Bobby, it's been a pleasure having you on once again. I hope you have a great week. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Stay out of the, uh, I don't know, whatever you stay out of down there. Stay out of it. (laughs) Stay out of the dry boogers. Stay out of the dry boogers. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) All right. uh, There goes Bobby. And here we go to tell you people what's going on. Now, today, supposed to be Play Retro Day. It depends on when Taylor births. So if she doesn't happen today, it'll be tomorrow. We're just going to shift it today. No big deal. Sure. Sure. We'll let you know. Got to be flexible with things like this. That's right. Trying to be flexible. Uh, there will be a new diary today because I had a conversation with a three-year-old that I that I have to talk through. So we're going to do that today. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear that. That sounds like it's going to be cute. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. 
And then a reminder, yeah. because I never, I'm terrible at self-promotion. We do it here on the show here and there, but we're, I think I'm bad at it. I think I'm bad at self-promotion. Brian and I have talked about this before. Yeah. He's bad at it. We don't like pimping ourselves, for lack of a more PC term. Um, sex workering ourselves Scott, right. is the correct, correct terminology. But now. Brian, if we're gonna if we're gonna climb that mountain called uh, influencer, Mount influencer, influence. Mount, <laughs> Mount influencer, <laughs> then we got to get better at it. So I wanted to remind Which is what people what Kanye West used to do. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, in our hearts, he still does. Uh, <laughs> I want you guys to go to frogpants.club. It is a URL that'll take you straight to a newsletter that I put out on the regular, and um, I started. Against all my nervousness, I decided to start pu- publishing chapters of a book I started. Yeah. Whether it goes anywhere, I don't know, but it's up there and available to people. So if you are interested in that or a bunch of other stuff that may get posted here and there, um, I'm personally of the opinion that at the moment anyway, newsletter, these new, this resurgence of newsletters exists because we need alternatives to social media glut. Yeah. And yeah. so this lets you do more direct type stuff, and I'm and I'm happy to see it uh, growing. It's and, awesome. Yeah, and it it gives people more than just the blah. Here's a couple hundred characters. Take with it what you will. You get right. to kind of be more personal and give give people more. I think it's such a great direction. It is really cool, and I hope I don't know. It feels like the internet's just like swinging back a little and saying, "Hey, remember yeah. forums? Remember, you know, like Discord's getting used this way. Um, yeah, Reddit is more remember like this. Pogs? Remember Pogs? Yeah. Pogs are great." Anyway, check it out, frogpants.club, if you want to join the Frogpants uh, newsletter club deal. All right, uh, Brian, we got a brand new patron. Or no, we got a patron I wanted to mention that's old-timey. Oh, okay. Because we didn't get a new one overnight, so I want to mention an old one. Uh, his name is, Mike, his name is Michael Farmer, and uh, my, my understanding is he is in charge of farming all the Michaels. So, good yes, job. Yes, that's true. Yes, if, if he doesn't do it, no one will. Who will? If not him, yeah, who? Problem. Yeah. And if not now, when? Anyway, it's uh, Michael Farmer. He's been around since 2014. Just wanted to give him a big thanks and a shout out. If you want to be like him, join us at patreon.com slash TMS. There's no reason you can't join today. In fact, there's a million reasons to go read about him at patreon.com slash TMS. For all else, uh, it's frogpants.com slash TMS. And we're going to get out of here, but only after we've played a, a song selection that Brian brought. What do you have? Sounds good. I was just writing something down that I just thought of. Uh, we got an email from Al Nutilli, who says, this is really simple and easy. By the way, this is not for any event. Just thought you might like the band and the song. Cheers. Nice. <laughs> well, I do like it. We didn't have any other birthdays or anything going on today, so this is a good one for today. Uh, it's a band called Camp. I say it like that because it's got two A's. Camp. Oh, weird. If it was one A, I'd say Camp, but it's two A's, so I say camp the name of the song is square one it's a single they released last year it's a cover of a song by tom petty here is camp (laughs) we'll see you guys tomorrow had to find some higher ground had some fear to get around You can say what you don't know Later on won't work no more Last time through I hid my tracks So well I could not get back Yeah, my way was hard to find Can't 
sell your soul for peace of mind Square one, my slate is clear Rest your head on me, my dear Took a world of trouble Took a world of tears Took a long time To get back here Tried so hard to stand alone Struggled to see past my nose Always had more dogs than bones I could never wear those clothes It's a dark victory You won and you also lost Told us you were satisfied But it never came across Square one, my slate is clear Rest your head on me, my dear Took a world of trouble Took a world of tears Took a long time To get back here show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com you're a total dildos